Hello and welcome, or welcome back to Broken J Bar Diaries, where we don't know what we're doing, but we're out here doing it anyways. Today we are going to be talking about failure, and failure is my most favorite subject because I am an expert. I have a special guest today, so without any further ado, I give you episode two. Today, we are going to be talking about failure and how failure is a verb and not a noun. All right, so today I am here with Whitney Burns. She is one of my best friends, and she's the one that got me into podcasting. So I'm going to have Whitney just go ahead and introduce herself and her podcast, and then we'll get into our topic today. All right. Well, my name's Whitney, and um, I am from a small town in Colorado, and uh, born and raised there, and spent about 30 years there, and then came to California, um, and I've been here for about 12 and a half years. Um, I recently also started a podcast um, called Living, Loving, Growing, um, where I just share experiences in life and just try to help inspire others and to reach their full potential and just talk to people about what they're going through and help them. Um, I give a little bit of challenges at each end, at the end of each podcast. I give a few challenges. I can't talk. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I give a few challenges at the end of each podcast and um, just make you think about stuff. And then we keep growing and going. Yeah, that's kind of why I'm here today. You challenged me to think about a topic for this podcast. And I've got a bunch of topics in my head. But um, I guess where I wanted to start was with failure. Everybody is so afraid to fail. And it's a taboo. And I just kind of want to normalize it as the best teacher. It's not something that's... Um, negative like there's so many negative connotations around failure and I think that's when we learn like the most yeah about yeah. ourselves and about yeah. how Absolutely. to how to regroup and come back stronger mm-hmm. and just be better when, um, I, when I think of the word failure I always think um, to fail forward right yeah. not backwards yeah because if you're to me, if you're failing, then that means that you're you're taking risks in life. You're growing. Yes. If you're not failing, yes. then you're not moving. You're not doing anything to better yourself or your life or whatever you're trying to do. Agree. The only way to truly fail is quit. Yeah. 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 So there'll be none of that. <laughs> so if you were like me or like Whitney, um, we've lived a lot of life, and failure's just a constant. And like I said, the only way to truly fail is to give up and quit and that's not an option so um (laughs) the wind's picking up I'm gonna see how this audio holds up but let's get into it okay so as it stands right now I think Whitney and I are really similar in the fact that we are both business owners relatively new business owners and never really saw ourselves in this position and I feel feel like we've both come to this place out of necessity out of having um nobody else to turn to and having responsibilities that 
absolutely can't be neglected. Yes. So we, we both have kids. Wit has two kids. Um, I have two kids. And I also um, am the sole provider when they're with me. And I know that you're the sole provider also. Yes. yes. And did you see yourself owning your own business and with all of the responsibility when you started out? Not at all. <laughs> so, no. let's kind of unpack how we got here. Because you know what? Honestly, full disclosure, I wouldn't trade it for anything. It's, Me neither. I feel like I have the most freedom now mm-hmm. uh, compared to when I was working for somebody else. Even though it was a steady, stable income guaranteed every two weeks, no matter what. It was so much more restricting. Very. Very. Isn't that insane? Yeah. How, how, just the whole dynamic of that. Okay, so I think, well, I can name a bunch of failures, but I'll kind of give you the summary of my biggest, well, okay, I guess I can't call it my biggest failure. I haven't failed yet, but these are all the little failures that led me to like my epiphany, like 2020 was an epiphany for me. Like mm-hmm. you stop, it kind of like slaps you in the face and you sit there and you have a real conversation with yourself and ask yourself what, what the actual fuck are you doing? Yeah. 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 So, for real. <laughs> so I can date back to high school. Okay. So if anybody ever asked me, what do you want to be when you grow up? My answer was literally, happy. (laughs) And I 100% (laughs) believed that wholeheartedly. Like, what are you going to do? What do you want to be? Like, what do you, what are your goals and aspirations? And I was like, I just want to be happy. And to a point, I guess, in a roundabout way, I got there in the end because I feel like the happiest I've ever felt. But so my plan was my, my family owns, um, a business in town in the shoe store and it's generational. It was passed down from my great grandpa, great, great grandpa, great grandpa, grandpa, and my dad. So I would be what the fourth or fifth generation there. And that's where I always saw myself. So I never, never took anything seriously. Like I was fulfilling, I was living my best life from age 17 right. <laughs> up until, yeah. up until I kind of got my eyes eyes opened. Mm-hmm. That sounds really shitty. <laughs> like I was a spoiled kid doing what I wanted. And we all were in ways. <laughs> right. One way or another. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I actually, it's crazy. So that was my plan. So I never took anything seriously. I feel like something that really haunts me is, um, I quit college. I think one of the main reasons I quit college was because I didn't have a plan. Mm-hmm. I didn't want I didn't know what I wanted, mm-hmm. um, so I studied equine science on a high school rodeo scholarship, and then, but but I had no direction. Like I didn't want to be a vet. I didn't want to be. I didn't. I didn't. Never explored my options. Like that wasn't a priority. Rodeo was a priority to me in high school, and mm-hmm. the future just never occurred. I was just gonna YOLO it <laughs> until I died, <laughs> I guess. Yes. But so I didn't see a point in college and then I got to a point where the money started running out. So I just got a job. And then when I felt like the grass was greener somewhere else, I got married. And then when that marriage (laughs) was 
the the marriage was rough. The marriage was an eye opener. Um, taught me a lot about what. Taught me a lot about how I. How I would allow myself to be treated by somebody else. Mm-hmm. And so, and then that didn't work out. But there was a lot of good life lessons there, and I do look at it as a positive thing because if I dwelt on all the negative stuff, I would just sit here and wallow in my own little pity party. Right. But, and then two beautiful children and, um, a lot higher standards for myself came from that marriage. So that's how I'm going to yeah. summarize that. It's almost a blessing. It in was. Disguise, yeah. Right? Cause now well, we know what we don't want. Yeah. Right? <laughs> in the spirit of learning absolutely everything the hard way. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that's it. It was a blessing if we look at it that way. And so, so there, there's two failures right there. I I didn't finish college. Um, I didn't finish marriage. I got out of a, got out of a bad situation for myself ultimately because when I had my daughter and I got to thinking about it, it wasn't the example of the relationship that I wanted her to ever have. So I removed myself and now I'm winging parenting. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, one, well, yeah. parenting one hundred and one. But there's no rules. Right? <laughs> there's, there's, I know. Thank there's, God. Because there's, <laughs> oh. I don't have time to follow the rule book. <laughs> oh my gosh, I gotta go. No, yeah. <laughs> it's just no time to read a rule book. Reading the rules is cheating. Reading the directions is cheating. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's funny. It's, hand, it's a hands-on experience. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So after that, um, I did. I did spend a few years, probably like five, just lost just working dead-end jobs trying to make trying to make ends meet so that I wasn't living with a parent Mm -hmm. that's so that was a dark time um in retrospect now I couldn't see it at the time you can never see anything from the inside looking out but I feel like now from the outside looking in or looking back um I can see that I was I wouldn't say, well, yeah, out of control. Let's just say it. Let's be honest. (laughs) Out of control, lost, directionless. Uh, The definition of winging it, surviving. That's what. Yeah. Just the fight or flight mode. Yeah. 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 Totally understand. And so that was a dark five years, six years, seven years. (laughs) (laughs) And then, so coming out of that phase in my life, then I kind of got, I kind of tried to get some direction. Like I pursued jobs in sales and I studied sales and I studied business management because it was still my plan to go into the family business. And so 2019 is when I finally like got tired of working for other people in sales and I kind of stepped up to my dad and I... (laughs) tried to immerse myself in the family business and that it wasn't a success (laughs) at all at all um I had big ideas my family is very old school like we still have ledgers like you know those credit card shinka shinky sliding machines oh yeah Uh yeah and I introduced my dad to (laughs) e-commerce and a credit card machine and it was just not well recepted and you know what maybe like who knows I may end up there again. Like, I'm never going to say never. Yeah. Um, we, I don't, I'm just, dad's not, dad wasn't ready to hand it over. I wasn't ready to 
absolutely destroy my relationship with my dad. Right. So I bowed out for the time being, and I probably didn't do it the right way. My dad is, like, we have our differences, and we don't see eye to eye, and he's a very difficult person. But bottom line, end of the day, he's my rock. I'm very grateful for him for for a lot of things there's there's a lot of things i'm not grateful for him for (laughs) but there's more that i am grateful for him for and so that was spring of 2020 and then covid hit and so that would be the third failure first failure was college second failure was oh god marriage (laughs) third failure was the business uh and then now we're live and so it was a rough rocky road getting here but each of those failures once you can like remove yourself from it and kind of back up and put things into perspective they weren't well they were they're small failures but so they were you they were small battle losses Mm -hmm. but the war is still I'm still winning. (laughs) How how naive does that sound? (laughs) Not. Nothing. So so it was 2020. That was 2020 where I started Broken J-Bar Horse Company. Um, Listen to this, though. Um, I started giving horseback riding lessons, and I didn't even own a horse. (laughs) That's how you do it. Uh, Papa had a horse, and Papa had an arena, and I was... I chose to stay home with my kids when all the schools shut down and be there for them ultimately. And so I started giving horseback riding lessons on a borrowed horse. I put a blast out on Facebook and I was like, hey, anybody interested in getting their kids out of the house for an hour or so and come and taking horseback riding lessons for me with me? And um, I started with five kids, six kids. 10 kids ended 2020 with 20 lesson kids like 15 15 lessons a week and it was substantial and then I kind of started gaining momentum and confidence and just started adding staying in the wheelhouse of um kid education youth Mm -hmm. education yeah um so that's evolving and I'm super excited about where it's going like we're branching out into online education like for basics from the ground up so that horse crazy inner city kid who wants to learn a little bit about it can go to brokenjbarhorseco.com and I'm trying to put together a curriculum there's a couple of courses up there right now but I have big plans and goals for for the online um so off of that momentum I started like getting gaining a little ground like I was like okay so I'm I'm making money and I'm surviving so then I I started thinking about how are we going to keep this going what else can I do to generate that income because I'm on my own completely completely on my own and any money that I want anything that I want to do I have to fabricate an income so I think it's it's just uh, a, a bunch of trial and error and along with trial and error comes successes as well as failures and I think this just all ties into we should appreciate the failures far more yeah. than the successes because Absolutely. 
because they teach you so much more. So much. So much more. Anything. What do you, what, what do you think? Like as an outside perspective, like I don't want you just to agree with me or anything. So I, we're going to live, love, and grow. Yes. <laughs> like, we are. Ooh. We are. A Whitney podcast. We're going to fail forward. We're going to fail forward. Not backwards. I'm pretty sure. So I failed with Broken J-Bar. I launched it last year. Like a total soft launch. Like a, this isn't ready. I'm not proud of it. I'm kind of doing this, but I'm not going to let enough people know to make it a success yet. So I think that's a, that's something that I need to get over and just. And just do it. Make contact and put it out. Yeah. Make content and put, it, put think, it out there. Just do. Don't think, just do. Okay. Don't think, just so, do it. So, funny story. Riata <laughs> um, is my, she'll be 14 this year. She's my daughter. And we were practicing. So, she wrote, runs barrels and poles. And we're going to start tying goats this year and break wine. And she was doing something. And I was like... She was on her horse. She was in the middle of a practice run, and I was like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "Where's your brain?" And she goes, "Mom, we don't think we do." And I was like, "Um, I was unprepared for a follow-up question. Like, I don't know what to say to that." You should be so proud. I was like, "Okay, kid, you do you." But she's she's funny. Um, so yeah, we're just gonna keep going and keep normalizing and maybe I hope I guess my goal for this right now is just getting my story out there and openly sharing what I feel like are failures so that if there's somebody listening and they feel like a failure just remember it's a noun or it's a verb it's a verb you're a noun (laughs) so a verb is something you do a noun is a person place or thing so a person cannot be a failure that's right a person can fail but like we just covered that's a positive thing yes so it is okay i've had failures in my life too you want to share (laughs) sure why not what are okay so just give a quick example as much as you want to share or as much as you don't um well i also um so i when i was a senior in high school i was also a freshman in college and i was going to get a psychology degree and then also a teaching degree and um I kind of fell off in my life. Um, I started doing drugs and just honestly completely lost myself. Mm -hmm. And so then after that, I actually found my husband and he saved my life. He wouldn't let me go down like that. And he basically took me in, wouldn't let me go anywhere, fed me, um, gave me the tough love that I needed and um, after that we ended up getting married Um, we've actually been married for almost 20 years Um, we've been through a lot a lot I can talk a lot about (laughs) marriage failures (laughs) Um, but I don't want to (laughs) no me neither but um, I did meet him during those times when I went to college we got married I had my daughter I went back to college got um associate's degree in business administration and then um I later went back again to another university to get a bachelor's degree in science and religion and so when we moved here to California I was in college and I was almost finished I actually have nine classes left to take and I'll have my degree yeah right now and so 
Um, with that said, that's one failure that I feel like I failed myself because I, I moved here and then I started working at a restaurant that my husband's family owns and it just, it turned into a lot more and I ended up working there for like a little over four years and I felt like I completely lost myself there. <laughs> so I learned so much about myself though and I, I learned about who I want to be and who I don't want to be. Um, I completely did things the wrong way but I know in my heart too that I led a lot of people in good ways too. There yeah. was a lot of good that goes with the bad, right? right. And um, I wasn't perfect, but I learned so much. And I learned a lot about people and who I want to be, what I want to stand for. Um, moving to California has really made me have to open my eyes and learn how to speak up because in Colorado, it's not like it is here. Like how so? Like it's where I grew up, people are so kind. Like <laughs> when, we mean? when you drive down the road, they wave at you. Here, they're like flipping you off, and you haven't even done anything. <laughs> You're just driving. You know what I'm saying? So, like when I moved here, I really had to like jump in and get in where you yeah. fit in. You know? Yeah. And it was kind of a culture shock for me. Really? I'm just a small town cow girl, like <laughs> redneck girl that came from a small town in Colorado. Small town in Colorado. That's welcome, what I call it. welcome you know? to California. So, where it was it was a lot of good lessons for me to grow as a person yeah I, you know, find your voice yeah and then you know like you working for family <laughs> can be a real bitch like it, it really can and they expect too much and then you feel like you're not giving enough and it just it gets it gets sticky and okay. it can get hard and it get can get really ugly right yeah and i completely lost myself there because I would always like I feel like I would bow down even though I was smarter it's like I always played the game that I wasn't that smart that I didn't know that but I always knew that and I always had my head way above that isn't that funny but I just couldn't like do it so it's like I always I belittled my own self so many times and then I would allow people yeah. to walk over me over and over again even as a boss and so it just it, it was hard you know like yeah. it made it very difficult for me and I did end up having you know it didn't end the greatest there it didn't end how I would have liked it to yeah you know and I ended up blowing up at my aunt and you know it kind of ended it but you know, since then we've healed, but it took some time. And after that, I had to take time to get myself better. And like, I took like three months off just to heal and like really get my mind refocused. I'll and do, I'll do that too. Yeah. You just I, take I just, a second. I couldn't like even function anymore because I had burnt myself so far out by trying to do everything for everybody else. And not me and I wasn't taking care of me and giving me the emotional love the you know food you know everything just bathing sometimes can be rough trying to get that done yeah even now yeah you know like yeah people pleasing would you call yeah. it people pleasing yes. to an extent yes and I'm I've really don't want to be that person right you know like I I don't it's harmful like I feel like you yeah. it, there's a balance that have you 
have you like you should find or have you found where you can be kind to people but also set hard boundaries and i have learned sorry about that guys i'm recording this on my phone and i got a phone call and we just took a little break to re-listen to that whole segment and um to find out where where we got cut off but we got cut off on setting hard boundaries um so we're just gonna pick up uh pick back up right there so i've learned a lot about setting boundaries like as far as how i'm willing to be treated in a relationship how far i'm willing to put other people before myself Mm -hmm. and i think like some of those hard lessons really are really beneficial so well and not only that but like I think for me too like people trying to dictate your life and every move you make and that's what it was like for me for a minute in my life it's like every move I made it was dictated by my boss and do you understand what I mean it's just like I had no life I couldn't even think for myself anymore I couldn't, like, even make my own decisions did to that, do anything. Did that carry over for you in your personal life? Yes. Outside of work? Yes. So I've experienced that um, in a in a job mm-hmm. where you're trying to do a job for somebody and there's expectations that have been set, but then they limit your resources and limit you by their comfort zone. Right. And it's it's funny that that never carried over into my personal life. I think the the main problem I had was just, like, being angry and venting to everybody who would listen and that's very harmful for personal relationships too yeah it is it is i feel like i've done that too i've been that person where i've been so like far down that i feel like i'm dragging other people down and it's not on purpose i'm like trying to figure myself out i know i i say it all the time like i don't (laughs) like being around people when i'm like that me neither because i i uh, who did I just tell the other day? I told somebody. They're like, "Well, do you do you need to talk to somebody?" I was like, "No, my my misery doesn't love company. Right? Like, <laughs> like I like to be a positive person and and be the funny person and the person who always has a positive outlook. Mm-hmm. So when I get down, it's almost like ten times worse because I will isolate myself because I don't want to affect other people. I know. And what's funny is, so I feel like I'm like I'm like the encourager mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and so who encourages the encourager when the encourager is out I don't nobody e- i don't even okay? want to hear your encouragement <laughs> nobody well, i know and yeah i've i've learned that that is okay yeah that's the best place to be because then you can hear your own self and what you're really thinking and feeling and those are growing moments okay you know? so let's let's piggyback on that so um, that brings us to people who just tell you, oh my gosh, we're getting off topic. Uh, now we're talking about what our failures have taught us and how we've grown, right. which is more of a Whitney. We should save this for your podcast, how failures, we could do that here. Listen to us podcast planning on the actual <laughs> podcast. Welcome. Welcome to the shit show. Right. Welcome to Broken J Bar Diaries, but right? where we don't know what we're doing, but we're out here doing it anyway. Yeah, we're living, loving, growing too. We, we are. Okay, so I'm going to wrap this up right here, and then we'll pop on over to Whitney's podcast and talk about... Um, now I'm taking over Whitney's podcast and telling her what we're going to talk about because that's my personality. That's okay, boo. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome, and I'm sorry. <laughs> so we'll go over... Oh, this is great. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad you're on board with my um, 
dictator, fascist. Yeah, I think it's great. Takeover. Um, it's okay, so if you're out there and you feel like you just can't catch a break and everything you do is a failure and if you're down in a dark space, I guess what we want you to take away from this episode is failures are your bigger biggest opportunity for growth oh my gosh <laughs> hi my name's jackie and sometimes english is hard for me it's the redneck coming on, <laughs> <girl>. <laughs> oh my it. gosh how funny um okay so we're gonna end there um one more thing oh wait we're not gonna end one more thing oh one, whitney one found her voice <laughs> one more takeaway is make sure you fell forward all right and one thing i was just talking um on my first episode on my podcast was how problems are not problems they're opportunities i like that so stop saying that i hate that word get that word out of your mouth you don't have a problem you have an opportunity there to grow i have a problem for every solution so (laughs) (laughs) so use them as opportunities to grow you gotta change your mindset and your perspective we should do a podcast on mindset too yes because there's not a lot of people who think like i'm so going to that's why i spend most of my time alone (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> we'll go we'll go we'll unpack that yes um the people you surround yourself with yep. uh we'll, we're gonna un, we're gonna talk about it all um all i love having i love having this platform why didn't i do this two years ago because i didn't know who i was or where where i was or what so i we was were doing still growing then we mm-hmm. had each other then we just were figuring ourselves out i know right. awesome See? so thank you guys and i'm gonna link whitney's podcast below and Honestly, thanks, guys, for listening to this podcast because you could literally be doing anything else. So we're excited that you spent the last 45 minutes with us. Yes. Has it been 45 minutes? No, it's been 5 minutes and 47 seconds. On this. On (laughs) On, this one. (laughs) On this go. So this this podcast was recorded in 50 segments because we can't get our shit together. (laughs) Hey, we're growing. We're learning. Are we? (laughs) We like to think so. And we're loving on our people. Yeah. And they'll see that. And nobody messages us. And nobody messages and tell us that we're wrong. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Thanks a lot. We'll see you next time. Bye.